All right. Today we talk about the least fun part of selling on Amazon, beginner mistakes, right? And so you don't, a lot of people do make these, but you don't have to make these. As always, use other people's mistakes to not make the same ones yourself. And so what, uh, what we're going to do today is talk about a few of our mistakes and how you can avoid them. So the first common mistake in Amazon FBA is launching a product purely based on looking at the revenue numbers and not the customer searches. And so by doing product research and only focusing on revenue, revenue is good to see, but what drives your sales would be customer searches um, rather than seeing your competitor's revenue because there is uh, instances where your competitors are driving external traffic or doing things that you're not able to do. So customer searches on Amazon, that's free game for all of us, right? And so you can trust customer search data more than you can trust uh, product revenue data. And so if you're going to launch a product, it's a big commitment, right? You're spending money your, your next few months, if not a year plus uh, action can be based on, on your decision here. And so know the customer search data before you actually order, source, and launch a product. Um, right, I know you kind of want to dive deeper on that and talk about competitiveness. And, and so yeah. well, why don't you, you talk through that? No, 100% do. So I think one of the main mistakes, and, and I'm just purely talking off uh, my own experience here because I actually fell into this pit hole, is um, launching a product into a really competitive market. So this was actually my first foray into um, private label. And I managed, or I happened to, uh, through every fold of my own, to launch a product into a really, uh, into a really competitive niche. Um, so I launched into a niche where basically, this was before I really knew the product research methodology and how I should be approaching things in terms of keywords, average reviews, um, you know, diving deeper into search volume, et cetera. And I came across a product that I saw was doing a quarter of a million dollars a month. And, you know, I was instantly drawn to the numbers. And, you know, I completely looked over the fact that the average reviews for the top 16 uh, based on revenue for that niche were, you know, into the thousands. Uh, I didn't know that would be an issue at the time. I thought, you know, we were in 2014 and I could just launch anything and make money, which I quickly found wasn't the case. So, what went well for me was during the first 30 days, Amazon give you the honeymoon period where, you know, they start to put you in advantageous spots on the search results for, you know, your main keywords. Um, everything was good there. I was making decent money. But then after that 30 days was taken away and the honeymoon period ended, um, my sales just nosedived along with my revenue. And yeah, I was kind of uh, on my face a little bit with that. And I had to kind of sell through that product. And I managed to break even, but it was a painful experience. So one of my main mistakes off the bat was not utilizing tools such as Helium 10, which take, you know, the sting out of product research and do make it a lot easier. And it's something that we teach all of our students um, on the program, uh, the Accelerator 2.0 and also the direct mentorship. But, you know, not doing the correct product research basically led to me launching a product that I thought was good. The numbers checked out, but, you know, ultimately wasn't great. So if I was to rewind time um, and, and learn from that mistake, it would be to, you know, really do your research right. And that's something that I carry forward um, in both my own business and, you know, what I teach students now that, you know, you need to do that product research right. You need to spend weeks, if not months, on that product research to make sure you're going through every single aspect of the data that sits behind these products with a fine tooth comb so that you don't end up picking the wrong product. 
because it will lead to six months to a year, sometimes even two years of headache, where you're selling through that product just to claw back your money. And more importantly than the money is the time you waste. That's time wasted developing potentially another product that would have done a lot better. So yeah, don't make the same mistake that I made. That's a, that's a crucial one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's tough to understand that at the at the start. It, you know, you, we get so excited about the markets we're we're jumping <laughs> into, and and you don't take into account that you know a lot of other people have seen it, and a lot of other people who could be more skilled at that time you are already there. Um, one thing I was I made the mistake early on. Of, of doing was not fully knowing the margins of my products. So there is a somewhat standard FBA, Amazon FBA uh, profit margin calculator. And so that's great. You understand how much you're going to be paying in referral fees, FBA fees, which is pick, pack, and ship. Uh, and you, you would have to know how much your product costs, right? But what you cannot do on Amazon is you cannot just list a product and expect it to sell, right? Like that's not realistic. So if you don't build in marketing budget in your product margin, uh, you will be, I was sorely disappointed at the start. And so by building in, I usually build in 10 uh, to 15% of the sale price on a marketing budget, it shouldn't, you should be able to stabilize down the road at a lower uh, marketing per sale than that, but be safe, be conservative. You're looking for the right product. You're looking for perfection in Amazon product research because millions of products, right? So you might as well pick the one that's the sexiest. And so really knowing your, you know, it's better to make less sales and more margin than it is the other way around. Um, so that's something that I did not learn until uh, product three, four, five, when you actually start looking at like, okay, how much of this am I taking home? I thought still good, but it, it's my margins have gotten better and better through time. Um, how about how about once you actually get a product in, right? What 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 common mistake uh, can you make it at that point? Yeah, I'll touch on another mistake that, you know, so I see sellers making all the time. And <clears throat> one I made myself was it was on PPC, right? So everyone can get carried away. And, you know, you need PPC for a lot of products. Some products you can be lucky. If it's, uh, you know, a, a niche enough product, you won't um, need to drive PPC or you might not need to drive as hard PPC. But for most of us, you know, 80 to 90% of us, we're going to need to drive uh, sales through PPC, especially when we just started. We're not going to have a footprint on Amazon. We're not going to have any sales velocity or history. So we need to drive that traffic uh, with PPC. Now we can get carried away, right? And I guess touching back on what you said, Mike, around margins, um, I like to have, you know, a 45% margin um, after all costs of 45% net margin is good for me because I like to account for, you know, 10, 15, 20% um, uh, margin for my PPC. So taking that out, I want to be left with, you know, around 20, 25% at least bare minimum um, profit margin for my product. So early on, a mistake that I made was going real hard on the PPC, starting to see sales come in and then, you know, going even harder on PPC when I was actually spending above and I was bidding way above um, what I should be for the keywords I was targeting. And also another mistake within PPC is targeting the main highly relevant keywords for my product when I was still quite junior. I was a small fish in a big pond. What I should have been doing is targeting those kind of mid to lower level keywords 
getting some traction on those and then scaling and looking towards the bigger, highly relevant keywords that had, you know, more competition and more search volume. So that's an easy mistake to make. And, you know, like you said, I'd sit back at the end of say a month, two months, three months of selling. And, you know, my numbers were like, okay, look, I made a lot of sales, but then I looked at my PBC spend. I was like, damn, you know, I spent a bunch of money on PBC that I probably didn't need to. Um, I was also running another mistake I made was running external traffic when I probably shouldn't have. So I started going down the route of running YouTube adverts. I started running um, adverts on places like Reddit, Etsy, Pinterest to drive traffic when really I probably only needed Amazon um, FBA and Amazon PPC in the beginning. I probably didn't need to look else, elsewhere for external traffic. Um, now what I do going forward is I, I do use external traffic. I use things like influencers and, and external sources, but I use that once I've established my footprint on Amazon. So I want to get the most out of PPC before I then look for external sources to further drive traffic. So a big tip for beginners is be aware of the PPC spend. You know, it can get out of control. If you give Amazon a budget of, say, I don't know, 100 bucks a day or 20 bucks a day, 50 bucks a day, Amazon wants to spend your money and they will spend your money. So be careful what you're, you're advertising for and be mindful of it and pick up on it because it can drastically affect your margins. And without you knowing it, you might actually not be making any money. So it's, it's, it, all that good is is not gold. So, so look out for how much you're spending on PPC is really, really important. Sure. Yeah. You, you can, until you maximize what's going on on Amazon, your focus should be there. That's, that's a great point, my man. Um, all right, squad, we made these mistakes. You don't have to. We'll see you next time. All right. Take care, guys.